Hello, friends. Welcome to So Basic with a Little Extra podcast. My name is Anna Zagiri, and if we haven't met yet, I am just a basic girl with a little extra. My hope is that by sharing my So Basic stories, you get a little, you know, extra inspiration, extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. from Steamboat Springs, Colorado. My outdoor studio is located on the balcony of our condo where we're gonna be living for the next uh, 30 days. It's summer, it's 9.30 in the morning, and it's 67 degrees. If you're tuning in from my hometown in Texas, please don't be jealous. I'm not being extra. I'm just sharing this information so you bypass the sounds that might be included in this episode. Okay, yes, I am being a little extra, but just because it has to do with my basic story today. But I guess I can share with you how much I love this place. We found it by accident last year. Yeah, one of the outcomes of the pandemic is that some of us can thankfully work from home or from anywhere for that matter, as long as we have internet, right? So here's the little story of how we end up in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. For a few years now, we have been going on our two-week vacation to New Mexico, uh, mainly in the wintertime. We did it once during the summer, like about four years ago. We've stayed in Angel Fire a couple times in another little town called Taos. Both are beautiful places. I particularly love Taos. It's just a peaceful and artsy place. There are a lot of artists and writers living there. It's just so inspiring. You know, the adobe houses and flowers everywhere. It's just so beautiful. Okay, this is the basic part of my story. So stay with me, okay? Have you heard of BRBO, Vacation Rental by Owner? Ever since we discovered it, we now rarely stay in a hotel when we go on vacation. I really like it. Um, Just the feeling of being at home, but in a different place. Especially, you know, the germ stuff and in hotels and I don't know. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't love doing laundry or cooking or doing the dishes. But I do it in a more relaxed way when we are away from home. Just ask my husband. (laughs) I only cook when I'm hungry. So last year, we had the amazing privilege to basically move to Taos for a month. My husband combined his two-week vacation time with the world pandemia stay-home rule kind of thing. So we set to Taos for a month. We were super excited, except that we did not read the fine print on the rental description. Yeah. Being from Texas, we thought that all houses in Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, just anywhere in the United States just had AC. Just like having a bed or, you know, like that was given. You can see where this is going, right? After a 16-hour drive, we arrived at the house, started to settle in. At the same time, we were breaking up a sweat, like really. It was around 96 degrees inside the house. 
we looked and looked for the AC thermostat and we realized that the house did not have AC. Are you laughing? <laughs> I am now, but for these Texans, that was so basic. The rental company told us that, you know, we just needed to open the windows and keep them open all day and all night. That, um, you know, I just, that it, it was very rarely to find a house with AC in Taos. I guess we got lucky that one time that we went a few years ago. You see, for my family, safety and security are kind of a big deal. And they have never experienced that kind of living. So there was no way they could sleep with the windows open. Thank God for the wonderful owners that understood the situation and gave us our money back. So that very night, we sat, we sat to look for another place with AC. Sorry, truck by, going by. And the very next day, so the nearest place we found was here in Steamboat Spring, Colorado's. We packed our stuff, added another six hours to our travel time, and arrived at this super awesome, beautiful, cool, and peaceful place. Really, I'm not overselling it, despite the sound of the trucks. <laughs> As I record this, I am looking at the mountains. There's a little river right in front of me bunch of flowers all the green and the goodness of God listen I almost don't want to tell you about this because I think this is a still a hidden gem in Colorado but that is being extra and you know I'm all about the basics so sharing is caring I'm gonna link um, some information about the city maybe your next vacation can be over here at Steamboat so anyway, that's the story on how we discovered Steamboat Spring, Colorado. And it has become one of my favorite places on earth. Like NEF Downs will say, this is my Eden. Not only because of the majestic views we get as we look in every direction, every time you step outside, but the small town feeling. I'm there in five minutes. And that there is the store, the church, um, the river, the walking trails, everywhere. You can get there in five minutes. That doesn't happen at home. But also for the restoration of my soul. Oh my gosh, this place has been amazing. Last year while we were here, I read, I said this, you heard that with my book club. That book changed my life. I also took over 300 pictures during those 28 days we were here. I forgot how much I love photography. I mean, I'm not an expert, right? But I just love taking pictures. I go back to, I went back to do a little exercise routine. And this year, I'm trying yoga. <laughs> it's kicking my butt. But uh, it's lovely just to sit out here and do it in the grass. And just meeting new people. But the best part was that we were able to go to church. You see, back home, the church was still under gathering restrictions. And because of my migraines, heat triggers them. Worshiping and sitting outside to do church was not an option for me. Here, we found a church, Anchor Way Church, a small and very welcoming church. Because of COVID, services were held outdoors. You guys, 
We were literally worshiping in the mountain, looking at the valley. It was just perfect. Here's a little extra story. The first Sunday we attended Anchor Way Church, Nate was preaching. He was a guest preacher that day. The message was so good. It was one of those, you know, the kind that seems tailored, written, and thought especially for you. It sounded like it was very, it was really seriously directed to me. The Holy Spirit just as coincidence to say, what? He talked about love and he also shared how he takes the church outside the church. Just like we did with Faith 52 pre-COVID times. He is the pastor of a skate church here in Steamboat. His ministry happens at an indoor state park and it's really awesome ministry. I have linked a website on the show notes for you to learn about it. We connected with Nate and have been in contact ever since. And we've served at Skate Church a few times in a remote kind of way. We hope and pray that this time, since we're here, we can get to serve in person while we're here. Okay, so now back to my basic story. I also realized something huge, kind of a revelation. A new perspective of things I own, the things I want, and the things I need. Because of the limited space that we have in the car, we pack light. Like, really light, you know, five outfits per person, basic toiletries, laptops, and a few books. BRBO makes it easy. Um, since the place that we stay have all the basic needs. A fully equipped kitchen, washer and dryer, very accommodating, homey bedrooms and a comfortable living and dining areas so we need nothing else really I of course have some sentimental attachment to my stuff back at home like Lola yes because I name my air fryer and fluffy foo my pillow but really I don't miss it all that much okay well except my dogs I do miss them by the way I'm so so thankful for a friend that's taking care of them I hope she knows how thankful and blessed by her we are. This kinds of vacations have helped me to stop, breathe, examine my life, feel a little convicted, but overall be really grateful and appreciative for the goodness of God, the opportunities to meet people, and for my husband's hard work and provision to bring us to these places. But more importantly, for the fact that our basic needs are always covered. And everything else is just a little extra. I don't know about you, but a lot of times I forget what God says about certain things. It's until I intentionally look up scripture that he reveals things to me like this verse. It says, stop storing up treasures for yourselves on earth where moths and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But keep storing up on treasures of yourselves in heavens. Matthew 6, 19-20 This is what I get out of it. Why care so much for stuff, material things, when really the valuable stuff is in the kingdom of God? Why waste so much time in trying to acquire stuff? Instead of moving forward to be more Christ-like, right? Guilty. So my basic thought for today came from a casual conversation with my husband. I mentioned him how much I was missing my setup at home. You know, the computer setup with dual monitors 
yeah, that makes me feel a little extra. Because I said, I have to work on my laptop for the next couple of weeks. Coincidentally, he had just read something about the psychologically, psychology, uh, me know English very well, psychology behind human behaviors as far as fulfilling our needs. After he explained it to me, I Google it because, you know, I trust but verify. And it is, if it is on the internet, it must be true, right? So this is a concept that was developed by Abraham Maslow. And it is used mainly in the marketing world. It explains the connection between human needs and human desires. It is called the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And it's represented by a pyramid. It is divided into five categories. In a very basic way, it illustrates that unless the fundamental human needs at the bottom of the hierarchy are met, we will not strive to meet any further desires described in the hierarchy. Man, that hit me like a brick. This is a description of each level on the pyramid. Starting from bottom to top, on the first level, we find the basic needs like food, water, and sleep. On the second level are security, health, and finances. Then the psychological needs are in the third and fourth levels. Those are love and belonging, respect, status, and self-esteem. And the fifth one is self-actualization, meeting one's full potential in life. So the idea and the way I understand it and related to my Christian point of view is that some of us can get stuck in one of those levels and for an indefinite time, thinking that in order to keep moving up on this pyramid and be able to love Jesus, obey Jesus, and tell everyone about him, we must acquire whatever need is on that particular level. For example, we begin to believe things like, I need to have the financial stability before we are able to start giving to the church or help in um, nonprofit or donate. Then that until we get a certification, read our entire Bible or graduate from seminary, only then we can start telling people about Jesus. Listen to this one. I thought this was really good. <laughs> Until we claim victory in our marriages or in parenting, and only then we can share our testimony or help others, and maybe even place that fish magnet logo in our car, right? Really, it's not much different from someone that looks at this from a worldview. Some people say they need that new Tesla, a solid bank account, or the shoes that a famous actress was wearing on the red carpet or until I finish my master's degree, or even worse, until that person loves me, then I will be able to be happy and reach my full potential. I've fallen into those. I don't know about you, but to me, this makes so much sense. It seems very basic, but the little extra is understanding how we can easily get stuck in one of those levels. I think most of the time is under the psychological levels, or the desires ones, that most of us get stuck, you know, on the things of this world. Okay, I have a little confession. I came back and edited this episode after coincidentally, yesterday, the pastor talked about this on the Sunday sermon. 
He referred to Mark 10 verses 20 to 27, where a young man wants to follow Jesus, but ask him to get rid of his possessions and then follow him. That sparked even more questions in a way of thinking. Evaluate what I'm willing to give up for the calling of Jesus has given me. And ouch, I definitely think it's a good read. I encourage you to get your Bible out and read and meditate on this passage. Okay, continuing with my basic thought. What level are you on? Is it a need or a want? Are you stuck? This is my little extra advice. I was stuck, very stuck. And it wasn't until I signed up for Christian Leadership Coaching that I began the journey to get unstuck. So go, go get a little extra help. Find a coach, reach out. I know, I know a few awesome ones. They will be very, very, very happy to help you to move forward where God wants you to be. Share your thoughts with me. I would love to hear from you. You can go to faith52.com and send me an email or leave your comments in my Instagram page or Facebook. And the links are going to be on the show notes. Direct messaging is also a great way to get a hold of me. Thank you so much for listening and until next time.